Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, hey, yo, fellas, 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 we're coming off of a lovely week, a week where we went 4-1 and one on our bets from this here video from last week, week 5. The only thing we missed was the under 56.5 on the Chiefs and Bills, and some people out there might be snarking and saying, you took the under on that game? Yeah, the under, in my opinion, was the right play more times than not, and they only scored 58 points only, but it's not like this thing shot out into the, the 60s. The weather almost, almost, almost gave us a nice situation, but it does indeed look like the Bills' defense is legit, and the Chiefs' offense is struggling might I say, pretty mightily when they see these two high looks like the Bills are throwing out there. So now we move into week six, and I've got like six, maybe even seven, a couple of leans that I might actually take bets in this one. A couple are from the same game, like an over-under, and then also, I'm not parlaying them, but like an over-under, and then also a spread. So let's get it right into those right now. Two seconds, I know you're not all subscribed. Like 40% of people that watch this channel are not. So here you go, here's your chance. There's a subscribe button. Two seconds of your time to tap that. Appreciate that. So let's start off with my first bet. And this first bet for me is going to be a spread pick. And normally, I'm not somebody who really likes taking these big favorites. Now, I took the Packers when they were like 11-point favorites against the Detroit Lions coming off their, their week one loss. They should have been like 17-point favorites. They win that game by a 17-plus points, right? It was fantastic. We took the Bills when they were like 17-point favorites versus Houston. And they blow them out 35 nothing. So a couple of these are working out for us. We're 2-0 on these big spreads. This is another one. 10.5-point favorites. The Los Angeles Rams versus the New York Giants that are going to be without Saquon Barkley. A good chance of being without Daniel Jones. And also, their top three wide receivers might not be out there but for the most part we just are concerned with the fact that it's gonna be maybe Mike Glennon instead of Daniel Jones which is definitely a step backwards it's Devontae Booker instead of Saquon Barkley as much as people want to say running backs don't matter that is a step backwards in talent and explosive home run hitting ability to put quick points up on the board and off of this mini buy it could not get any better for the Rams in terms of how they set up against this Giants team aside from all the injuries that the Giants have right you get the Rams currently these are their rankings the Rams are number three in offensive EPA expected points added and they are number one in neutral pace meaning that they could put points up in a hurry and you have Matthew Stafford the number one graded expected points added quarterback they are the number one passing team per drop back right now and what a perfect time to face this New York Giants team that ranks 26th borderline bottom five at defending quarterbacks on a per drop back basis and now getting number one Matthew Stafford in there they'll also have a massive advantage on the ground where where Daryl Henderson when he actually stays healthy in games he looks great this year he looks good in this system is he an elite player no is he a solid player in a good system yes and he's going to have one of the best matchups on the week a positive 52 percent run blocking advantage for the entire both Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson and even if you find some Jake Funk potentially getting in there right all these running backs for the Rams against what is right now the number 23 run defense in the Giants good run defense last year has definitely taken a step back this year to add insult to injury the Giants offensive line is going to rank dead last this week it is the worst matchup out of any offensive line versus defensive line pro football focus has it as a not so nice negative 69 percent pass blocking advantage we can call it a disadvantage here so that's not good not a lot of time for Mike Glennon or Daniel Jones to find anything downfield and if it is Mike Glennon starting he has a career 6.4 yards per attempt he is not a good quarterback no 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 he's barely a decent backup the NFL average is around 7.1 yards per attempt so he's massively below where that would rank this year is outside of the top 30 quarterbacks in the NFL is where Mike Glennon's career yards per attempt would rank and it would look even worse if his number one target is Kadarius Tony, who's dealing with injury and potential suspension himself but should be out there and if Sterling Shepard and Slayton miss and Kenny Galladay misses, who hyperextended his knee, and it didn't look too good. Now you're throwing a Colin Johnson and, and CJ Board and John Ross, and it, it gets even worse for Mike Glennon, is what we're trying to say against a Jalen Ramsey-based defense with Aaron Donald breathing down your neck. So we'll take the minus 10.5 point spread. You can find that at maybe minus 10, depending on your book still out there. I like that. I think the spread should be somewhere around minus 13.5, close to a two-touchdown favorite, is what you should be getting here, especially if these injuries hold up for the Giants. And if we come over right now to Odds Jam, Odds Jam is where I do my line shopping. You can compare where the best spot 
spot is to get this line if you have access to multiple sports book or you just want to see what the prices are in different spots minus 10 and a half is still the line to get minus 110 is the best line you're going to find out there and basically anywhere you want to get it bet mgm everywhere is offering it all the big books are offering it at minus 110 right now DraftKings and FanDuel are offering it at that price point so if minus 10 and a half is the bet that you want there you go you can get it basically anywhere if you wanted to get minus 10 and pay a little bit of juice for that extra half a point there's some decent sports books out there like fox bet at minus 120 DraftKings at minus 125 but for the extra half a point just go in here just get the extra 15 dollars per hundred you bet and just take the minus 110 at 10 and a half i would not suggest buying any points back on this specific spread so that is going to be on odds jam you can check them out linked down below they got some very nice odds comparison tools we'll look at them for the rest of the bets as well now the second bet i'm taking is going to be an underdog this time now last week we took three unders and they almost all hit most of them hit right two out of the three hit the unders we took four of one, four and one of the week this one i like a potential over i don't have it placed yet but i'm probably going to place it by the end of this video but i like the spread here the jacksonville jaguars plus three and a half the three and a half the hook is still out there in a lot of spots versus miami and here's the thing to be completely honest with you the jacksonville jaguars have not won a game this year but they might be better than this miami football team now miami i would say all around has more talent i mean you just look at the defense right away when you have byron jones Xavier howard some defensive linemen out there it, that looks good when you look at the offense the wide receivers look solid uh gaskin i mean compared to james robinson i'd probably take robinson there to be honest with you mike Gusecki, though, one of the most talented tight ends in the nfl maybe doesn't produce like that but just pure talent one of the most talented tight ends ever to come out of the draft so talent wise yeah miami might have it but how they're playing as a team right now is not great because yeah jacoby Brissett is not good right now through the first five weeks of the season and obviously Brissett doesn't have a full five games in there because Tua got hurt but you're getting Jacoby Brissett ranking 29th in expected points added amongst quarterbacks and Trevor Lawrence ranks 30th okay so they both look pretty bad but there's a big difference here Trevor Lawrence is averaging 9.2 air yards per attempt Jacoby Brissett just 6.8 meaning that Trevor Lawrence although these guys look similarly as bad he's throwing downfield more he's attempting more difficult throws so Jacoby Brissett is god awful 29th in the NFL in expected points added even though he's not throwing the ball downfield six points eight air yards per attempt this dude is throwing it five yards downfield a whole lot of the time and he's still that bad and he potentially could have been carted off the field yesterday he got hurt or last week he got hurt and they just kept him in there because they had no other options so Brissett has got awful I'll obviously take Trevor Lawrence even though he's throwing a lot of picks right now I'll take Trevor Lawrence over uh, Jacoby Brissett no doubt about it but then you look at the rest of this these teams right you're getting Jacksonville ranking 26 in offensive EPA versus Miami ranking 31st second to last so Jacksonville's offense right now is performing better right they have a better running back in the backfield they probably have at this point a better offensive line even though Miami has sunk so much resources and capital into that offensive line hasn't mattered at all ended up going with Jalen Waddle who had like 30 receiving yards last year basically be, or last week basically being used as a running back even though they could have taken Penny Sewell just terrible terrible choices to trade up for Jalen Waddle gonna lose your pick now to the Philadelphia Eagles just just brutal management I'm sorry for your Dolphins fan out there but this is true Tua over Herbert I mean we can keep going with this it's not looking too good for basically any decision that this team Byron Jones signing the big contract it's not looking good it's not looking good by any means at this point for them Will Fuller signed gets the injury we can keep harping on these guys of course we're not going to but we did a bunch right there and you look at the defenses here Jacksonville ranks 31st and Miami ranks 30th so these defenses are equally as bad these offenses are both pretty bad but Jacksonville's looks better I'll take Jacksonville's quarterback and his ability to actually throw downfield and take some shots and then you look at it and I'm like, okay, you know what? These teams, all in all, taking everything to, into account, look pretty damn similar. Oh, I'm getting three and a half points for Jacksonville, who, if anything, has a better offense and has a better running game and has a better offensive line and a better quarterback. Uh, this is something that I can get behind now, especially if Brissett is going to be limited from his injuries sustained last week. So even though they haven't won a game yet this year, yeah, I do like Jacksonville plus three and a half. If anything, uh, their money line is, is firmly in play, and we can actually probably take a look at what their money line and things like that are going to come in at. On Odds Jam right now, you can find Jacksonville. Depending on the book you're looking at, like DraftKings is going to be your 
best number, actually. So there you go. Many of people are going to have access to DraftKings. Plus 170 money line. Not awful by any means. Obviously, where I'm taking right now, I have not taken the money line. I'm taking the point spread in this game here. And that is going to be found by Jacksonville. It's at plus three, uh, plus three and a half, depending on what you want. You can still get the minus 110s everywhere, everywhere out of the plus three and a half. You can see minus 110 is going to be your best bet. Uh, it's the standard bet out there. DraftKings, FanDuel is basically as good as you're going to get. You don't have to shop this line too much because as of this recording, at least it's available everywhere. Now, I do also like the over 45 and a half points. And the over 45 and a half points looks good because both these defenses are god awful. They're both. I know Xavier Howard's out there and he's having a decent season, not anything fantastic, decent season. Both these defenses are pretty awful. They're both pretty awful and they both play at a decent pace and you're going to get offensive line protection out of Trevor Lawrence. 45 and a half is a low number for two defenses that cannot stop anything. I'll be taking the over that. It's not officially placed yet. It's not going to be the official bet for this video, but I'm likely going to take that by the end of the day. Now, next up, our third bet is another spread pick here and it's this Dallas New England game. And I think you're not getting enough credit for Dallas and almost too much credit still is being given to Bill Belichick as if Tom Brady is on this team, as if this defense is elite. It looked good for the first three weeks. It performed well against the Bucks in a rain game where they basically got up for that game like the Super Bowl. Again, I'm sure there's at least one Patriot fan out there. Don't take this to heart. I'm being objective here. I'm objective about my own team and rooting interest when I talk about this. I would ask that you be objective as well and not just go, the Patriots, they're so good. Come on. Right, let's just be objective here. Mac Jones, I'm sure he will be getting better, of course. But Mac Jones is a very, uh, a very specific and niche quarterback. He cannot make the big throws. He just can't yet. Again, he can advance to that, but he cannot do it right now. And it's showing up on tape and it's showing up in the stats. He just doesn't do it you might have saw him do a one game in a game you watch but it's not doing it consistently big time throws are not there for mac jones again i think he has potential but so far he ranks 23rd amongst quarterbacks this year in expected points added versus dak prescott who ranks 10th so there's obviously a massive disadvantage there i get it the patriots are at home i get it they're going to take away the one big thing that you're good at brandon cooks last week although davis mills went for over 300 yards and three touchdowns against the patriots defense so what are you going to take away from the cowboys you can't take away much especially if michael gallup returns this week they now have dalton schultz showing out they have two receivers they have two running backs what are you going to take away from them? You have a massive disadvantage with this Dallas Cowboy offensive line versus your defensive line. Your running defense is outside the top 20 right now, ranks bottom third of the NFL in rush EPA defense allowed. And this offense coming through right now in Dallas ranks top five in both dropbacks in the passing game in terms of their expected points added and in the running game. It is a full well-oiled machine. Now, obviously, since they're coming on the road to New England in this one, that's where you're going to find the shorter spread. But I'll still take the minus four here. I don't think there's enough credit being given to how good this Cowboys team is on both sides of the ball. They're a top three team in expected points added right now. The New England Patriots are not even in the top 20. These are two massively different teams right now, and it's only a four-point spread. I would expect if the Cowboys were at home in this one to be 10-plus point favorites. So I do think the Cowboys should be seven-point favorites on the road against New England, which would be, oh my God, seven-point favorites. Let's all take New England. No, I like right now what I'm getting out of Dallas at minus four, by far. New England's defense, again, it ranks 21st in expected points added versus the run. It's about middle of the pack versus the pass right now. And I mean, what are you looking at, though, the last couple of weeks? looking at a rain game that kind of suppressed that and now you're looking at them trending badly and just giving up 300 plus yards to davis mills of all players who is the number 30th ranked quarterback in the nfl this year in terms of his efficiency in short right now you have a cowboys team that moves the ball however they want if bill belichick is gonna take away zeke in the running game good luck good luck with dak prescott one of the best pocket passers in the nfl right now if you want to try and take away cd lamb and or Mari cooper you don't have the personnel to do it stefan gilmore is not on this team he's still not even off the pup list if he was on this team so you can't you can try 
try and pick your poison, but it's probably not going to work, especially once they start factoring in the play action game, especially once they start to have their defense and a pass rush that they're getting there, a league average, but then their secondary that is top five right now, borderline in a lot of metrics, top 10 definitely, but top five, it is looking very, very good for Dallas. A team that moves the ball however they want and plays strong defense against another team that is finding it really, really difficult to find quick scores. If Dallas continues to put up 30 plus points like they're doing in every single one of these games, how do we expect the Patriots to match that? They don't have James White. They might not have Damian Harris for this game. They're a team that wants to run the ball and throw short to some of their tight ends and quickly to Jacoby Myers. I almost said Jacoby Harris. Jacoby Myers, it's not looking too good. Give me Dallas minus four. The Dallas minus four, you can basically find in all spots for the nice number right now over on the, I mean, the, the money line is like minus 190 in some spots, minus 195 on DraftKings. You can find it right here. I don't think you got to take the money line. I don't think that's good of a bet. We'll just take the point spread and we'll get more uh, a juice or a more beneficial juice on it. It's at minus four right now. You can get it at minus three and a half as well for a lower number, but I'll take the minus four. Just take the extra half a point. You're not paying that much for it. You can see right here, DraftKings is minus 110, Fox bet, FanDuel, every single good book you're getting. We're getting the perfect numbers because we're doing this early in the week. So you beautiful people can find the right numbers. That's why we were recording and releasing this early in the week get that on odd jam they have a bunch of other tools as well arbitrage they show you how to middle the numbers so at the very worst they'll send you email notifications of when there's a middling opportunity meaning you take the under on one book and the over on one book of a total or different points of the spread because of line movement and how it moves later in the week or injuries and just in general how much action is coming in so you're guaranteed to at least break even because you have one way no matter what a win or a loss but there's a middle option there so if it falls within this three-point window or so you double your money it's a risk-free way to do it and they'll send you email notifications you can check out odds jam down below the presenting sponsor and the odds the odds courtesy of odds jam so two more bets here two more games we'll talk about and maybe another third bet within that so this one is going to be monday night football now we hit on monday night football this past week just barely we thought we had it all game long we got plus seven on the colts they win by six in overtime thank god there's no extra points in overtime so we take that one and once the game's a walk off so we're going to be looking at here again tennessee versus buffalo give me yet again another buffalo under it just missed by a point and a half for us last week we'll take tennessee under 54 and a half versus Buffalo. This game is in Tennessee. So I also like Tennessee plus five and a half. You have, it's just so stereotypical, right? This is just betting 101. Everybody just saw Buffalo kind of just take to the woodshed this Kansas City team mop them up right on the road now they're anointing them the number one team in the nfl they're anointing wrongly josh allen the nfl right or the mvp they're anointing all these things and now they get to go to tennessee who tennessee has been kind of wish-washy this year tennessee derrick henry beats up on jacksonville last year yeah but i mean they hit or miss this year the offense is not going julio's been hurt aj brown doesn't look right Tannehill definitely looks like he's taking a step back can you blame him when he's got to throw to nick westbrook and like chester rogers as his top receiver some week no you can't really blame him too much and now it's coming into this one but they're on the road again so this looks like a really really nice spot in my opinion for Tennessee at plus five and a half you're getting a good number here not only is it a good number for a solid team by the way a solid team in Tennessee this is not an awful team it's a good number at home this means that on a neutral field based on three points for favorites is what you're getting in these lines on a neutral field they think that this Tennessee team will be an eight point underdog to Buffalo I don't buy that by any means both of these teams so that's why I like the plus five and a half we can keep talking about why but another reason why I like the under is both of these teams rank top eight in success against or, or running the ball top eight in expected points added running the ball we know Derrick Henry wants to do that minor, no matter what in this Tennessee Titans team. But the Bills have also been very good at running the ball so far this season. They rank number one in rush defense EPA as well. So they might try and stop. They might be able to stop uh, Derrick Henry for an extent, but they're still going to run the ball 20 times with him. They don't even care if they're down 14. This dude's going to have 20 carries for 89 yards in a bad game, and that's going to chew up a lot of the clock. And if anything, facing a good run defense instead of Jacksonville, where he's running off 20-yard gains, when he starts to get these four 
five, seven yard runs, it starts to create these 13 play drives instead of six play drives. And yet again, those are going to be taken up seven and eight minutes instead of four and five minutes, chewing up the clock, hitting the under. And even just trying to look at a correlation spot here, I like both of these bets, the plus five and a half. It's probably more likely that Tennessee is going to stay close within five and a half points if this game goes under. If it's a game where Buffalo's putting up 38 points like they did last Sunday night, it's probably not that great of a chance for Tennessee to put up 30 plus of their own and match this, right? So I do like that correlation. I'm personally not parlaying them together. I don't like parlays, but if you wanted to parlay them together, Tennessee plus five and a half and the under makes sense as the only way I would parlay this game. Again, I'm not doing that. I don't recommend it, but if you wanted to, do whatever you want to do. Buffalo also ranks number two in neutral pace. So that would be the one major concern here. If you're like, okay, well, they play very fast so they can score quick and that screws us on the over and the plus five and a half. But Tennessee is going to slow that down. They're going to muck it up. They're ranked 24th in neutral pace. They're going to play at home their style of ball as the weather starts to get a little bit slower and this fucking tank and Derrick Henry starts running through you. I do believe that this number should be about plus three. This number was plus three until the Bills just whooped up on Kansas City. And we got more information, so you should adjust to that, but not this much. This number should be plus three as a three-point dog, Tennessee. It should not be plus five and a half, plus five depending on where you're looking you're getting a massive edge because of what tennessee or what buffalo just did to kansas city and honestly i think it's overreaction and overhype right now in the marketplace so you can find the numbers and the odds to both of those on odds jam let's talk about our final bet and this one is the one that scares me the most so if you wanted to tail all the other things we've talked about we've talked about basically six bets now this will be the seventh if you wanted to tail those ones go for it this one is where i'm the most hesitant but i like the number i think maybe throughout the week you might be able to get a better number i got it at under 50 and a half arizona and cleveland arizona just keeps playing unders in these games they just keep going under i mean I mean, San Francisco runs like nonstop with Trey Lance. Easy under last week. We had the under in that game. The week before, we have the under in the Rams game with Arizona. We're just cashing in on these unders. So I'm just going to keep playing them because I'm cashing in. I'm up so much money right now on Arizona unders this year that we're going to keep rolling with it. But outside of week one, when I did not take the under, week one is kind of putting in this expectation that it's it, this is a high-scoring team. They can get points at will, and other teams are going to score. This is a good defense in Arizona. I mean, both of these defenses come in right now, top five in defensive expected points added. And they're both also top five rushing offenses obviously Kyler Murray's going to factor into that but Chase Edmonds has been playing well James Conner has been doing his thing on success rate runs and we know how this Cleveland offense gets going with their two-headed running backs and their play action passing Kevin Skafanski bringing it over from Minnesota the offensive line is solid Jedrick Willis is healthy right so all this stuff all this stuff looks nice they're both gonna run the ball that's going to lead to longer possessions longer drives the clock continues to move not incomplete passes right so that's good to see so the under 50 and a half I like a lot and then you factor in they both have top defenses which is going to look even better in terms of stopping your opponents from getting in the end zone Cleveland ranks number 26 in neutral pace Arizona ranks 11 so these are not even fast teams you don't have a single top 10 team in terms of how fast they're playing in neutral situations Cleveland loves to slow the game down last week what did you get to see Cleveland and this Justin Herbert team Cleveland has a couple of identities they run the ball whenever they want to but if they have to play from behind and go start going crazy they will they'll put up some points but you saw this once in a, in a season once in two or three years type of outing from the Chargers and the Browns and that's the last thing people are going to see so they're going to start to go to the to the works and bet the over here on a 5-0 team who has a good offense in Arizona facing this Cleveland team that just put out 40 plus points last week against Justin Herbert right oh uh, here's a here's a secret I want to tell you about they want you to score this Chargers team lets you score on them. They let you score on them. They let you pick up chunk yards on the run. They are completely fine with you scoring points because they believe they can score more than you. They are just playing all game long for one to two turnovers. And they've been able to do it so far this year, right? That's basically all they're doing. They've, their head coach, Brandon Staley, has basically said that to the public. They just want you to be able to score on them. 
They want you to do whatever you want, and they're just going to try and survive on getting one or two or three turnovers in the game because they think they can with their playmakers like Derwin James and Joey Bosa and all these fellas out there. This is a totally different defense in Arizona that can bring the pass rush and has had a solid secondary so far with just guys who are just playing as a unit. They're playing a lot of good zone defense. They don't have any studs out there in the secondary. Maybe Murphy can continue to come along as a slot cornerback hybrid player, but for the most part, not many guys out there. They're just playing well as a unit right now. The only thing that maybe concerns me here is that Cleveland has attempted the most fourth downs in the NFL, completing five of 11 of them Arizona's only attempted three fourth downs ranks 30th but I mean they're leading in these games they're five and oh there's not much reason to go for fourth downs if you are up in the game and taking those risks but you do have two advanced head coaches here definitely Kevin Stefanski leading the NFL and going for fourth downs so if you're going for more fourth downs there's kind of two ways we can look at this well if they get them that's more touchdown opportunities less field goal opportunities less punt opportunities which is concerning but it also means there's longer drives and the clock's moving and if they don't get them well then there's no field goals right there's nothing there and it's likely you're going for it on your opponent's side of the field so it's not like quick points for the other side of the ball so i do like this i like the under 15 and a half if you wanted to wait until even sunday which i never really do if anything though i think this one's going to only go up maybe get it at 51 51 and a half you can check right now on odds jam and the under 50 and a half is basically the bet to have you can find that at under 51 you're gonna have to pay a little bit more juice like minus 120 but under 50 and a half you can see right here it's just a bet to have depending on where you want to get it at DraftKings, you can find it right here minus 105 that's actually the best number so go right now if you're watching this if you have DraftKings access minus 105 the under 50 and a half if you want to wait till later in the week that's fine but that's a really good juice number because everywhere else is minus 110 or minus 120 like Fanduel's. here's the perfect example of why you should shop your lines if you have access to Fanduel and DraftKings and you wanted to take the under 50 and a half or just any bet and this was your uh, this was your comparison you should never ever take Fanduel minus 120 when DraftKings is offering a minus 105 this is 15 dollars cheaper if you're gonna bet a hundred dollars in this game you're making 15 more dollars by taking this bet right you bet 105 dollars to win 100 here you have to bet 120 dollars to win 100 that is why you should always shop your lines there's no reason that you should go to the grocery store, right? And look at the exact same. These are the same line. You're betting on the same game, same line, right? The exact same bottles of ketchup and one is $1.50 more and you take that one. But they're the exact same. They're both Heinz. They both have the same ingredients. None of them is low fat or low sugar. The exact same classic bottle of ketchup, right? And one's just $1.50 more for some reason. You would never take that one. There's no reason to do it, right? Even if you got uh, fuck you money, there's no reason to do that. It makes no sense. So there you go. There is five bets that we have placed, seven potential bets as well. When we talk about a couple of the overs that I lean that Jacksonville over as well, Tennessee plus five and a half, a couple of the leans. I actually took Tennessee, so six place bets. It'll be seven with the over 45 and a half in Jacksonville is game against Miami. So thank you for tuning in. Let's build off of the four and one week last week. Let's go seven and oh this week. Why not? Before you go, please do check out Odd Jam, the sponsor of the show. The beautiful people at Odd Jam allow this show, the lights to stay on, the shirts to stay popping, the mics to go, the face to be shaving a little bit, but hey, and also, Hit the like button and the subscribe button pops up. If you made it all the way through, double check that you subscribe to the channel. If not, tap that to allow the channel to continue to grow and more people to see it just like you did to get these big smacks, this big information. I'll see you all in the next one. Videos dropping every single day on this channel, so stay tuned as the week goes on and enjoy the rest of your day.